Hello, it's Pastor Malcolm here and welcome to our service for Sunday the 10th of October, which is our harvest service. First of all, Maria is going to read for us some words from Psalm 65 and from verse 9. You show your care for the land by sending rain. You make it rich and fertile. You fill the streams with water. You provide the earth with crops. This is how you do it. You send abundant rain on the ploughed fields and soak them with water. You soften the soil with showers and cause the young plants to grow. What a rich harvest your goodness provides. Wherever you go, there is plenty. The pastures are filled with flocks. The hillsides are full of joy. The fields are covered with sheep. The valley, the valley are full of wheat. Everything shouts and sings for joy. Amen. And so let's pray. Almighty God, we thank you for this earth and all that it provides for us. We thank you for the sunshine and the rain and the crops that grow. We thank you for the water we drink and the food that we eat. We thank you, O Lord, for the hands of the many farmers and factory workers across the world who work to bring food to our supermarkets and tables. We thank you for the gift of sharing, so that everyone has some and none have too much. Almighty God, we're sorry when we do not care for the earth. We're sorry when we take for granted the abundance of food and water we enjoy. We are sorry when we forget those who labour to provide food for our table. And we are sorry when we keep too much for ourselves and when others go without. Forgive us, renew our hearts, and give us a new passion to share with one another. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. King of kings, majesty, God of heaven, living in me, to Saviour, closest friend, strong deliverer, beginning and end. All within me falls at your throne, your The reading is from Matthew chapter 6 and from verse 1. Jesus feeds the 5,000. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing those who were ill. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. 
When Jesus looked up, he saw a great crowd coming towards him. He said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for Jesus already had in mind what he was going to do. And Philip answered him, Jesus, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a single bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. He's a boy. He's got five small barley loaves and two small fish, but they won't go far among so many. Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place and they sat down and about 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, he gave thanks, and he distributed it to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, Jesus said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them, and they filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. We thank God for his word and pray that God would speak to our hearts through it. Let me tell you a story. There was a farmer. Let's call him Manuel because he was Spanish. He had a big house, some animals. But the main thing Manuel had was fields and fields full of fruit trees. Apple trees, orange trees, peach trees, lemon trees. He even had pineapples and great big melons. One sunny day he thought he would go out and gather up some of the ripe fruit and bring it back to the farmhouse. He picked apples and oranges, peaches and lemons, and he picked some pineapples and some great big melons and filled up a great big box of fruit. But then Manuel tried to lift up the box. And guess what? Ah, it was too heavy for him. He tried with one hand, then with both hands, but Manuel could hardly lift it off the ground. So he sat and he puzzled over it for a while, wondering what he could do. A few minutes later, his friend Felix came by. Hi, Manuel, he shouted. How are you today? I'm fine, he replied, but I can't lift my box of fruit. Could you take some? Oh, thank you, Felix replied. I love apples and oranges, peaches and lemons, pineapples and great big melons. As Felix went on his way, Manuel tried again to lift his box of fruit. Well, it was definitely a bit easy, but he still couldn't lift it right up to carry it back to the farmhouse. So he sat and puzzled over it for a while, wondering what he could do. A few minutes later, his friend Susie came by. Hi, Manuel, she shouted. How are you today? I'm fine, he replied, but I can't lift my box of fruit. Can you take some? Oh, thank you, Susie replied. I love apples and oranges, peaches and lemons, pineapples and great big melons. As Susie went on her way, Manuel lifted up his box of fruit and he began to walk back to the farmhouse. He walked about 50 metres, but the box was so heavy and his back was hurting, so he stopped to rest for a while. A few minutes later, his friend, Ibrahim, came by. Hi, Manuel, he shouted. How are you today? I'm fine, he replied, but my box of fruit is so heavy. Can you take some? 
Oh, thank you, Ibrahim replied. I love apples and oranges, peaches and lemons, pineapples and great big melons. As Ibrahim went on his way, Manuel lifted up the box of fruit and walked all the way to the farmhouse. And when he sat down at home, he looked at the fruit left in his box and it was just enough for him and had been enough for Felix and Susie and Ibrahim. He realised that by sharing he had fruit for himself and fruit for his friends and everyone had something to eat and was satisfied. Well, I love that story. And when I was reading John 6, I was thinking of that story because in this, the story that John uh, tells in John chapter 6 of how Jesus took the five loaves and two fish and Jesus did this amazing miracle and he was able to feed 5,000 people. Jesus did what no human being could do by creating food for everyone. But that is what Jesus does. Colossians 1 tells us that through Jesus all things were created and that he sustains all things. Jesus provides for us all that we need. And when we share it with one another, then we who have much can share with those who have less and then everyone is satisfied. Everyone has enough. Of course, when we read this parable, uh, sorry, it's not a parable. There's this story in the life of Jesus, this event in the life of Jesus. Um, we realise also that Jesus wants to share more than just food with us. In John, uh, when we read on in the passage, John chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Here, Jesus is talking about his broken body and his shed blood, that when we feed on Jesus in our everyday lives, when we trust in him, when we listen to his words, when we say, Jesus, come into my life, make me the person you want to be, we will never go hungry, because Jesus can meet the desires of our heart. He says, whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. We all know what it's like on a hot day when you're sweating and you come into the house and you just want to drink to satisfy your thirst. And in our lives, yes, we feel a, an ache within us that only Jesus can satisfy. <clears throat> Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. So at harvest time, we remember God's provision in our everyday lives. We ask and we receive in abundance and we share what we have. And when we share, our joy is truly complete. But also we want to remember God's provision in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Saviour of the world. And we want to give thanks that God has given us Jesus and to receive Jesus into our hearts, so that we never neither hunger nor thirst, because we feast on him, who is sufficient for all our needs. So in the church building today, we're going to be gathering harvest gifts. 
and these will be passed on to Christian Kitchen. Christian Kitchen's the soup kitchen that feeds the homeless and those in need every day of the year, about 50 people each night. And so, uh, as I bring this talk to an end, we're going to pray for Christian Kitchen right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your provision in our lives. You provide for us food to eat and water to drink. With you we never go hungry and we shall never thirst. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the work of Christian Kitchen, providing food for the homeless. We pray that you would provide for them all that they need to keep up their good work, the food, the money, the uh, volunteers to help. And we pray, Lord, in our everyday lives, help us to be a generous people, sharing with those around us, so that the little that we have will bless many. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill us afresh, so we may walk in your ways and glorify our Saviour Jesus in all that we do. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to share a little poem. And then uh, Anne's going to come back and sing for us to close our time together. Winter time is dark and cold. Spring comes and the crops begin to grow. Summer sees the sunshine bright. Fruit and veg grow huge and ripe. Time to harvest. Pick the fruit and pack. Thanks to farmers who dig up the veg and stack. Thanks for food from all around the earth. Time to make delicious meals from crops that grew in dirt. Time to think of those who are hungry every day. We buy a little, share a little, give some food away. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. And Anne is going to sing to close our time together. Heaven, heaven, worship you. Love eternal, faithful and true, who brought the nations, ransomed souls, brought this inner near to your throne. 